everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. <laughs> it's The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Come on by and take uh, advantage of deals so low it will blow your mind. In fact, joining me now is the inspiration for a deal going on here at the warehouse. He is Craig Bowlerjack. And the bowler special, wow. still not here in bowler over yeah, there. No. Considering that mic was just working not 30 seconds ago, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little surprised by what's going on. Uh, Zach, we can hand him a different headset. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we, can. we certainly. <laughs> Has Kyle Whittingham been there? Did he break <laughs> no, it again? No, Kyle didn't come by and break it. No, that is that is not the case. We're just, uh, ooh, I can at least hear that one. There we go. Hi, Bowler. Hey. Hey, how are you? You know what? There's four headsets, and I did grab the wrong one. Uh, like, I, I haven't done this before. I think any headset should have the ability to function if uh, if plugged in. I, I don't blame you, Bowler. I, I blame the Cosmos, I suppose. No, it's, it's you know, it's probably, probably one of my... <clears throat> My hamburger got on it or something. I don't know. <laughs> How you been? I've been great, man. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for the invite. Uh, Austin gave me a call. I guess uh, your cohort is on vacation again. He is not a not a not a surprise. And, and you don't know you don't know where he's at. Um, I I do, but I've been sworn to okay, secrecy to, to secrecy okay. because you know Gordon has just he's, gobs of fans that look to stock. He's himself. a private guy. Yeah, he is a private guy. Especially when he and Lisa get out of town, you know, just together without uh, without the fam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they, he, they, he's uh, it's someplace exotic. I I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, he needs a little privacy. Nothing's though. changed since uh, we worked together back in the day. It was always like, where are you going? I don't know. Yeah. Like really, dude? And it comes like, out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Like oh yeah, twelve totally. hours before he leaves. By the way, like, I won't be here tomorrow. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> what? 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 Where are you going? Out? You win a lottery? <laughs> You know what happened? Uh, the, that's Nothing's so changed, right? Nothing, not okay. not a thing. But we hope he's having a good time. Well, I'm sure he is. Yeah, we're going to talk to Sam Amick coming up here momentarily. Bowler, we'll talk about uh, the NBA Finals. But I, I did mention this earlier. Uh, I'm hosting today with one of the founding members of the big show, just not the usual founding member of the right. big show. Yes, yeah. well, you know we had a great time, and we've talked about it, and it's. Uh, Kurt Thomas is a guy that's uh, just or to my right, who was also part of that uh, startup. Unfortunately, how many, how many years ago, Kurt? I mean, it's been a while, right? Was it o two, o three? Yeah, I think it's o two. Yeah, o two. Yeah. So fifteen, seventeen years, seventeen years ago. Yeah, uh, we just decided to make a phone call and said, "Let's give this a try," and look where we are today. That's when I started the station when you guys were still doing the intern. I know intern it, Jake, get over here. It was great. I got abused. It was it was terrific. <laughs> I was there that that infamous day where you, Gordon Pace, and Carl Malone hosted a oh a, on his way out of town hosted a three hour show. Hey, Carl said, I'll stop in for 20, and it went for three hours. Stayed the whole time. It was unreal. That <laughs> was one of the most unique days of radio, I think, ever. We touched on about every subject known to man. Yeah, and he said so many bad words that we were just hovered over the dump button. It was <laughs> you know what, though? Calm alone. Got to do. A calm alone got to do. That is true. All right, so we'll get into a lot. One of the great lines of all time with Bowler uh, today. That and and do a do a complete three hundred and sixty. Isn't that one uh, one thing he said? Yeah, he Instead said of I did a, I did a complete three hundred and sixty. Or or beat a dead horse to death. I mm-hmm. think was another. I'll never guess. I'll never play for the Jazz again. Ooh, said that on L.A. radio. Uh-huh. Yeah, with Vic uh-huh. the Brick, right? Yeah, sure did. All right, joining us now, he writes for The Athletic. He is our, uh, of course, you hear him weekly on the NBA Daily Assist. He's our good friend Sam Amick. Hi, Sam. How are you? Hi, guys. Doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, Sam, who's coming at us live from Toronto, by the way, give us a little tale of the tape. Do the uh, do the Raptors have a shot in this one? Uh, we shall see, guys. I think they do. You know what I mean? I think, for one, they they have their program, they have their formula, and it's consistent, which is not what the, you know, the Warriors can say. With Golden State dealing with the Kevin Durant situation, DeMarcus Cousins, ready tonight for the first time since his quad tear. I think, you know, their rotations are going to be a little more unstable. Their talent is down a little bit, even though they have that embarrassment of riches. And, and Toronto's got the depth and the, the wing perimeter defenders, I think, to slow down 
this uh, this Warriors unit, and specifically what they do in transition. Toronto is is I think going to be a problem for the Warriors. So all that being said, you know, if, I, if we're doing the old handicap thing, I think that it's likely a, a three-peat coming up at some point here, but I think it should be pretty competitive. Hey, Sam, it's Craig. Enjoy your work on The Athletic, uh, honestly. Thank uh, you, Craig. I, yeah, I really do. Uh, you know, let me ask you, you know, I guess the one thing, too, people forget Toronto's got home court in this series. I mean, you got the first two games at home, which is very powerful, in my opinion, for any team uh, because of uh, just the fan base. And this is just a special time for Toronto because it's the first time they've ever been in an NBA Finals saying that. Uh, I'm curious, uh, what's your insight tell you about Kawhi? I know that's probably going to be the storyline throughout this series. You know, will he stay, will he go? I want to start there, and then I also want to ask you about Draymond Green most likely picking him up on defense tonight and trying to uh, maybe what you call frustrate him. But do you you sense anything uh, with Kawhi and just the dedication or just maybe he's going to continue on this relationship in Toronto? So it's funny, Craig. I think that, you know, he's one of the few guys out there who can be simultaneously, you know, all in and and, and such a willing part of this Raptors program mm-hmm. and playing at such a high level and, and kind of inspiring such positivity around, the, you know, the people in the organization are just ecstatic with the way that, that he's handled himself this year. And normally that would lead you to say, all right, sounds like he'll be back in free agency and I don't necessarily think that's the case. I wrote about it today and you know, just that idea that the Clippers still loom very large in free agency. You know, you you know, Clippers themselves behind the scenes remain pretty confident, which is just I didn't even I don't know that I, I kind of underscored that point enough in the column I wrote today because it's just so unique. You, you know, normally when a free agent like this gets to the NBA Finals, you know that should conceivably really help that team's chances of holding on to them. And I'm not sure that the outcome of this series or even everything that led up to it is going to matter for Kawhi. And, and we'll see. He's also such a hard guy to read that well, it's tough to time. tell. Now the the basketball side, you know, listen, Draymond's going to be a a good challenge for him. It's going to be Andre Iguodala. It's going to be you know Clay Thompson at different times. You know, they, they know that Kawhi is the guy that if you slow him down, he's, he's an okay, you know, playmaker every once in a while, but it's, it's not what he does. And so it really is that if you can get the ball out of Kawhi's hands somehow, those massive hands, and, and keep Kyle Lowry from playing like he did for most of the last series, then you're in good shape. But uh, what Kawhi has become offensively is, is just incredible. We knew how great of a defender he was, but, man, he's, he's just killing it on both ends these days. Guys, we talk about uh, Kawhi and his free agent uh, possibilities, as you mentioned and wrote about uh, there, Sam. You know what's funny about it is, will it encourage or discourage franchises from trading for a superstar in the final year of their deal? Because, hey, maybe it's one and done with Kawhi, but they're still going to the finals. I mean, if you're a franchise and looking at this, would you be encouraged to do something like that in the future or discouraged? I think it's more unique to, you know, which, what pieces are coming and going. So DeMar DeRozan, from the Raptors' perspective, you know, like that 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 kind of chapter had come to a close. They felt like, it, you know, that it was just Kyle and DeMar had had so many times in the playoffs when they just couldn't get it done, and this was worth the risk. And, uh, I mean, you, you compare this situation to – the Paul George, you know, situation when everybody thought he was going to the Lakers and myself included and Oklahoma city trades for him and they end up holding on to him. Now the Raptors have got to be jealous because they're sitting and going, man, like you, you resigned that guy and you couldn't get out of the first round, you know, in the first year when, when they had him. And, uh, and so that's how that one went. I mean, Toronto is also unique because, you know, even if Kawhi leaves, this has, I think, improved the optics around the organization in a way that is going to help them in free agency going forward. As long as Masai Ujiri is still the guy running the front office, I think he's just kind of sent a really strong message that they've got a quality program, and not just because of the results, but we we don't talk enough about training staffs and how players are very in tune with, you know, which organizations are going to, you know, kind of handle their bodies well. And, and have the best people on the planet and which ones maybe don't invest enough resources 
in that department, and the Raptors with Alex McKechnie, who's a highly regarded you know sports science trainer. Uh, he's the guy who managed Kawhi's you know body and his leg all year long, and did a wonderful job. And I think all that stuff makes the move worth it for Toronto. Yeah, Sam, I'm with you about reading Kawhi. Uh, it looks like he's totally uh, disconnected in every post-game interview, but that's just who he is. And I never thought he'd leave Pops in San Antonio, but uh, lo and behold, look what happened. Let's switch gears. Uh, what's your thoughts about Golden State? I mean, this team obviously defending champs, and there's some controversy kind of swirling around that team as well with Durant and the relationship with Draymond and Clay Thompson. He wants to be paid. I mean, there's a lot of things going on, too, off the court with the Warriors. Yeah, no, for sure. They. Uh, it's funny, though. To their credit, I'll say this. We haven't, again, things we haven't probably talked about enough or emphasized enough in the media. You know, we haven't given them enough credit for – for getting to this point and to be in the kind of their locker room to be in the kind of state it's in, which is all in all pretty good because it obviously got off the tracks really early in this season. You know, that the date is burned in my head. It's November 12th. They're in LA. They play against the Clippers. Draymond Green is not happy with Kevin Durant, you know, and tells him in front of the entire team, you know, we don't need you. We've done this without you. And that gets out. And, you know, it's just, it was an awful situation. I mean, you got Kevin going into free agency. You just, you know, basically told him that it doesn't matter what you do, you're not really part of this family. And I thought that that was the kind of thing that, you know, could trip them up on the court at some point. And here they are trying to get the job done. You know, Draymond and Kevin have long since passed it up. You know, I'm sure that, that relationship, like, it's not that it won't ever be the same, but it's that's not something either one of them will – will forget, but they did, you know, they did kind of forgive and move on, and uh, and here they are. So the basketball stuff, you know, to, again, to their credit, is is what they've got to focus on now, and, and that's where it gets a little bit dicey because, you know, they, they have a big man situation where they've gone from DeMarcus Cousins being, you know, the unfair advantage from last summer to him getting hurt to is it going to be Andrew Bogut is going to, you know, Kevon Looney's going to really – really good revelation for them they just are in love with that guy but you know even tonight you know curiosity abounds about the uh, starting lineup i doubt that i don't think demarcus will start but uh you know what who do you put in that lineup do you do bogut do you do looney who they don't want to play too many minutes do you do jordan bell um once you get past steph clay draymond and uh and kevin who's obviously out then you know it's just it's uh, the strength and numbers motto that they used to live by is not quite what it used to be Sam Abick of The Athletic with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, forgive me for asking a question basically to satisfy my personal curiosity, Sam, but you mentioned uh, Boogie Cousins. And what I'm here for, Jake. <laughs> your station there in Sacramento, which means you did a lot of covering Boogie throughout the beginning of his career, and of course you cover a lot of Golden State games as well. Has he evolved as a person throughout his journey and some of these kind of setbacks type of things and going on the different teams? How has he evolved as a human? Um, listen, stock answer is everybody evolves. I'm sure he has. Uh, the real genuine answer is, you know, he and I have struggled when it comes to the reporter-player dynamic for years now. So I, I'm probably, on the one hand, I am a a guy who's, you know, got the Sacramento ties and a long history with him. I cannot personally speak all that much to the, the past couple of years because, you know, let's just say that uh, that Draymond and Kevin and their ability to, to mend fences was, you know, not something that, that we uh, we did in our time dealing with each other he's he's a tough cookie man but you, you know people who people who talk about him will tell you that for one wonderful guy in the community when it comes to uh giving back quite a bit caring deeply about social issues and and you know impoverished communities and there's there's a lot of good stuff that comes with the markets but he the part that hasn't changed and probably never will is you know definitely he's just a, a hot-headed guy and tonight i think is actually an interesting kind of night in a, in a potentially a test for him personality wise, because I think that Steve Kerr might very well face situations where despite the fact that DeMarcus Cousins has waited his whole basketball life to take part in something like this, um, if he can't help the Warriors win, Steve is going to do what he's got to do for the sake of that championship. And, you know, there, there are scenarios, I believe 
in which that means that DeMarcus can't play. And now maybe the opposite happens. Maybe he comes back and, and you know, he can get Marcus all in space, um, you know, with some of that range that he has. I mean, he can't shoot the ball, obviously. So, I mean, that's that's really going to be fascinating. Like, if I was talking to the hoop heads out there, just when DeMarcus hits the floor, just lock in on him and see how he looks. And Because uh, I guarantee you, if it goes well, then he earns more minutes. If it doesn't go well, it could be a quick uh, quick hook, and that's going to test his patience, his willingness to, to be a team player because uh, this is a, a big-time pressure-packed stage, and his situation because of that leg is pretty tenuous. You know, Sam, personal uh, story real quick with uh, Boogie uh, when he was in Sacramento. we, uh, My partner, Matt Harpering, and I just happened to be on the floor, and we just happened to be looking his way, and that was enough. Uh, he was not not comfortable with us just looking and discussing kind of privately, you know, DeMarcus Cousins, and uh, one of his security people came by and asked if there was a problem. Really? And I thought, wow, you are kidding. <laughs> oh, but That's, that's wild. Just, uh, I, I think you probably kind of relate to that situation more than I can even imagine. Oh, I do, on yeah. A pers- on a I mean, I don't basis. even mind sharing, even in the preseason um uh, in the preseason, you know, he, he, how do I say it? He, I'm around the Warriors a lot. And so we hadn't crossed paths for quite a while. And then all of a sudden we were crossing paths again. And, and he wanted, you know, one of his associates was talking to me preseason um, at a game down in San Jose. And, and that upset him that, that somebody in his camp was speaking to me and he made it be known very, you know, visibly. Uh, it was nothing wildly inappropriate, but it was, you know, it was pretty obvious what was happening. I mean, he's just he's just running hot all the time in a lot of ways. Hey, Sam, this is out of left field, but uh, it, it, I want to focus on Steph for a minute. Do you, in your mind, covering the NBA, has the, has the league changed forever uh, because of Steph Curry and his ability to shoot the three? And analytics tell you, obviously, the three's more than two and, you know, the, the play at the rim. But I don't know if the mid-range game will ever come back or even survive. Is it is it just a two-way street now in this league? Uh, I'm not sure because honestly, it's a funny day to ask that. You know, the Houston Rockets have kind of fallen apart since the Warriors beat them in the second round, and you know, are now having to question a little bit of what's going on with them and their system. And you know, we had reported at the Athletic, my colleague uh, Sean Serrania, that. Chris Paul and James Harden have gotten into it after game six with philosophical you know, discussions about the way they play. So I think in real time, even the players and coaches are figuring this out. It's certainly changed in terms of, um, I mean, it, not to be, not to be sarcastic, but it does, it makes me laugh. Like when everybody rails against analytics and acts as if it's, it's, it's a bunch of math professors in a room with number two pencils and, and pocket protectors you know, and like you just, you just the way you just put it, Craig. Like, hey, guess what? Breaking news: three is more than two. You yeah, know, that's yeah. and, and the fact that the league didn't exploit that more earlier. Um, I look back in history, and it's just remarkable to me because obviously a three-point shot has been in place for quite a while at this point, but it just didn't. It, you know, nobody was really testing the system until these past seven, eight, nine years. And Steph took it to another level. Um, the part that he has changed is that as a player. If you are talented enough and diligent enough and work hard enough to, you know, evolve uh, as a shooter and extend your range and your depth, that's what guys are doing. Damian Lillard did that last summer. It became a real focal point where he wanted that deep three. And even some people with the Blazers, I think, in hindsight, wish he would have focused on other things, you know, like moving without the ball and things that kind of ended up getting exploited in the conference finals. Uh, but the deep shot is a weapon that took his game to a new place. And that's the part that is, I don't think, you know, you can't put that genie back in the bottle. I don't, I don't think you, you should. It's fun to watch. It's incredible to even to this day to watch Steph pregame and see him hit these shots like it's just nothing from 38, 40 feet. It's just incredible. 
Sam, real quick before we let you go, I know you've spent a lot of time about uh, around that Houston Rockets organization this year and, and done a number of, of great pieces on, on Houston and conversations with Mike D'Antoni. And I just wanted to get your thoughts real quick on the news we heard yesterday that Daryl Morey is basically uh, listening to deals for everybody and the news today that contract extension talks have broken off with Coach D'Antoni. What do you make of what's going on down there? I mean, Daryl's the most aggressive executive in the NBA. So, you know, it's not a shocker that, you know, they're, they're having a lot of conversations trying to see what's out there. Now, the James and Chris component, that's, that's a little tricky in terms of their perceived availability because, you know, I, I didn't dig too hard on that, but I, I, the one team I reached out to did, you know, had happened to have talked to the Rockets and that team had told me that, you know, in their discussions, James and Chris were considered untouchable. It was everybody else on the roster was available. And so um, that shouldn't surprise anybody. And I'll say going into free agency, you know, they're going to, even though they don't have cap room, um, this is, I think, maybe a strategic move to, I don't know where the leak came from. Obviously, that's not my business. But, like, you know, it's a good time for the Rockets phone to start ringing because I think if they could, they'd love to, get in this free agency game and then it's going to take trades to make that happen. Maybe sign a trade with some of these guys. Um, now the coaching side, it's not great um, that they did not get an extension done with Mike D'Antoni. He is the kind of guy that gets uncomfortable when he's in the last year of a deal, which he's going to be, but he's also 69 years old. And, you know, I know he wanted a new deal. I know he wanted a raise and they just couldn't come to an agreement, but I was told and had tweeted earlier today that it's, it's not an indication that he's getting pushed out or that, you know, there's no way he's uh, going to be there beyond next year. You know, and there is a, a hope and an optimism that, that they get something done, you know, going into, uh, I guess, the end of next season. But it's it's a weird time there. That's what – listen, when the Warriors beat them, I told Draymond Green that night in the locker room, I said, man, I've never seen one team jack up another's program in that dramatic type of a way. And, you know, they're still feeling the effects of it right now. Sam, you are the absolute best. Thank you so much, as always, and enjoy the uh, finals. You got it. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Sam. Sam Amick from The Athletic with us here in 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake Scott, Craig Buller, Jack, hanging out at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Buller, are you ready to have your mind blown by great prices? Yeah, well, I walked in, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of in the market for a – or maybe a mattress. I, I need to go a little. Uh, I need to do a little floor shopping. Well, Tom is your guy. What's up, Tom? We're doing the Craig Bowler Jack specials today. I like that. Mm-hmm. I called security to protect you. Okay. <laughs> they haven't showed up yet, though. Let's bring him in. Come on, we got t-shirts, hats, jazz gear. Let's go. Bring in. Come on in. It's been a long time, but you remember me stacking it deep and selling it cheap. Oh, absolutely. Back in the day. And who was the female news anchor at KSL back then? Well, we had several. It was uh, Ruth Todd. We had before Sh- Ruth. It was uh, Shelley Thomas. Shelley Thomas yes. is who I couldn't think. Carol of. Carol Makita was also Carol part and of Janie Clayson. Jane Clayson, who went on to CBS. Yes, yeah, those were the good old days. Well, we are here at the warehouse, nineteen sixty-seven South, three hundred West. I've got deals that will blow your mind. You need a new mattress. I'm assuming King. I'm going to do the Craig Bowler Jack special. Some of the best mattresses in the industry, I've got hundreds of them in the back. I'm going to do you whatever you need, but I'm going to do Stearns and Foster Kings. These are mattresses between three and 6000 bucks. Our listeners can come and buy the non-pillow top for seven ninety nine, the pillow top for eight ninety nine. Tom means business, Bowler. Wow. I'm telling Unbelievable you. That's a special. Deals. That's a that's a bowler jack special. And don't forget, all you have to do is all weekend long mention bowler and you'll get twenty percent off any regular price. And our regular price is typically thirty to fifty percent off. Any pink or yellow ticket, twenty percent off. Now, we just had a gentleman come in, he's been looking at adjustable beds. We sold him one of the best beds you can buy, adjustable base, head up, foot up with massage with USBs, with LED lights, across the street, the whole setup's like 6900 bucks. Does it drive itself? It does, <laughs> but it doesn't go far. Okay, okay. You push the button and it drives up your wall a okay. little bit. 
<laughs> Steering wheel included. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah. In fact, the remote has a little wheel on it. I think that's a timer, but we'll, we'll call it a steering wheel. I like it. So uh, the whole bed sits like 6900 bucks across the street. And when I say across the street, on our street here, 3rd West, between the freeway, I-80, and let's call it 17th South, there's seven places you can buy a mattress or an adjustable bed set. 6900 bucks. Twenty-two ninety-nine. Wow! I've got four mattress sets you can choose from at that price. Now, if you want the ultimate, we've talked about this before, Jake. The best price on Amazon is ten thousand nine hundred bucks. This is the big fourteen-inch hybrid with uh, latex lumbar support in the base. That that setup we can do for thirty-six ninety-nine instead of eleven grand. Amazing. Now. Financing. If you need financing, we're going to do you one year, same as cash. You can go play the games at our competitors. The way they do it is the finance company charges the retailer. So if they give you five years, same as cash, it basically costs them 18%. So they mark the price up 18%. I'm going to give you one year. It doesn't cost you a penny. And instead of marking the price up 18%, I'm going to discount the price 60%. Wow, you're going the you're steering steering into the t- uh, spin right exactly. There. And then let's say your credit's beat up for some reason. Let's say you had a medical bill that just kicked your butt. Happens happens to a lot of really good people. I can give you a hundred days no credit check, hundred days same as cash, on everything we're talking about today. The minimums are nothing. It's like two ninety nine minimum. I'll do a mattress for you if you're looking for. Uh, Spare bedroom, how about a Sealy Premium? The store right there, I'll tell you off the air. They're eight ninety nine. Somebody came and told me yesterday, well, yeah, we were just in there at eight ninety nine. You're five ninety nine? Oh no, five ninety nine. We're discounting that to two ninety nine because Craig is here. There you go, the bowler special. The bowler special. Boom. Come and see us. 1967 South, three hundred West. It's a little tough to get in because they're Bill Nadia departments. Come see us. All right, Tom, I'll take care of you. 1967 South, 300 West. More with Bowler coming up next. In fact, we'll check in with former BYU assistant Tim Lacombe next about Yoli Childs returning to, to school. And, Bowler, we can get Tim's thoughts on the finals as well. Absolutely. All right. Well, Tonight's game uno. I know. I'm excited for me it. Me too. I you actually know what? think it's going to be a good series. It's been too – this, again, bothers me. We can talk about it later. Yeah. Too much time yeah. has passed. Let's play ball. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, stay tuned. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. I turn my preaching responsibilities over to Reverend Kenahan. Amen. Reverend Kenahan. I've heard you called a lot of things, but never Reverend Kenahan. Hey, I am an unordained minister. Ministering to the masses weekdays from 6 to 10. I don't need to be ordained. My ministry speaks for itself. You are so full of it. It's spectacular. I enjoy that. Nope. No. Reverend Kenahan. You speak the truth as you see it and you get blasted for it. So be it. I'm content. My maker is satisfied with me. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The best coverage of the Utah Jazz in the NBA is right here on The Big Show. Kick it. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Network. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake Scott, Craig Bullerjack filling in for Gordon today. Want to remind you about our friends at Ivory Homes, Utah's number one home builder. Ivory Homes brings experience, quality, and design to every home and community they build. Learn more at ivoryhomes.com. We're live at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it will blow your mind. What do you think about Elton today? Sir Elton. Sir Elton. I'm, I'm anxious to see the movie. I, I want to see saw, it, too. I just saw the first trailer. It was uh, two days ago. It looks great. You know, after I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, I was enthralled by that by that movie. Uh, I had no idea the, the depth of Queen. And uh, just each of those men are educated to the highest level, and they make this band that just changed the world. And Elton John, of course, has changed changed music as well. So I've got to see it. Should we get out to a, a musician who has 
changed maybe a community or two in his day. I'd say so. Also coached some basketball he along did. the way. Absolutely. Former BYU assistant. He was also an analyst for us during the playoffs here on the Zone Radio Network. And uh, uh, lead singer of the Party Hounds, he is Tim Lacombe. Tim what's did, up, Timmy? Tim did a nice job, too, as an analyst. Tim, how you doing? Hey, guys, what's up? It's good to be with you. Uh, I'll take the Bullet Jack special with a side of fries and uh, large Diet Coke. <laughs> You know what? Sounds I'll throw in that me. large. I'll biggie. I'll biggie size that, Tim. I'll biggie size I'm with that. You. All awesome. right. Thank you. No charge. Hey, Tim. Thanks so much for <laughs> jumping on with us today. We really appreciate it. Yoli Childs returns to BYU. Just to, how big of a deal is that for the new staff down there? Oh man, it's it's massive. You know, I uh, I've, I've kind of stayed in touch with uh, with those guys as they've made as the transitions been going on a little bit and. One of the first nights um, that I was out of there, actually, they were meeting and went in and talked to them and uh, said, hey, now, you know, your best recruit, you got to stay on this kid. And they did. They did an awesome job, I think, of just taking little bites um, as the process went for Yo. And honestly, I couldn't be more excited for for them, for BYU, for Yoli. I just think it's the right thing. Um makes the most sense and uh it will certainly uh jump start you know their first year for sure to have him back hey tim aren't you excited though with when a player dips his toe into maybe the nba and those that are around him will actually give them the true speak of yay or nay your abilities are ready they are not go back get a year because i think there's so much pressure as an 18 and a 19 year old do the one and done deal and then you just kind of float around and never develop to the level that you may uh, get to and you know what i know there's very few four-year players that 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 make it in the league uh sometimes at wesley matthews per se the jazz find as, as a gem and then he jumps and has had a heck of a career but you have to appreciate i think and it's hard to find but honesty in this league to tell a young man, yeah, you're ready. No, you're not. But you know, a year, a year from now, you, you may be. Yeah, I think, I think it's, uh, I think it's really, really well spoken. I think that, um, and particularly, you know, his, uh, his mom being alongside him through this whole thing. Uh, I know, you know, he's had trusted people that have worked with him since he's been a kid in club. And, you know, I, I think that's what the rules for, right. To be able to go out and, get a real assessment and I think when Yoli got out there and got a feel for things you know as good a player as he is and as great a career to this point as he's had you know his ultimate goal is to play in the NBA and I don't you know that just doesn't exist at this point and really his his options are to go play overseas for you know a good amount of money or to put everything back in for one more run it's you know he's got the he's got the year he's got a great group around him he's got a a, a solid uh staff particularly with nba experience um and i think it's just great i think that honesty and the kids just being patient enough right not to we live in such a society where everything's instantaneous and for yo to to see that the maturity of him uh is just awesome Tim, I thought Yoli really took a, a big step forward in his game last year and obviously has a little more to go to be that NBA player. What position do you see him at at the next level, and what does he need to add to his game to get there? I think, you know, my my feeling, you know, I had the, the pleasure and great honor to recruit him um, and watched him so much from the time he was a ninth grader all the way through. Uh, and I've always kind of told Yo, I think your spot, you know, you're, you're a guy, he just has an uncanny ability to score. Um, and he's moved, you know, he's moved his range back and he, he shot the three, um, you know, way more than he shot a year ago or two years ago. But I feel like his, his kind of the, the guys he reminds me of are maybe like a Paul Millsap, um, maybe a Draymond Green. And I think the, the thing that he'll probably focus on more than anything is, is, dealing with the ball in his hands more, you know, off the bounce and be a little more of a creator that way. Um, and then just step up his effort defensively and rebounding. Um, you know, there's, 
there's one thing I know about coaching, you know, Coach Majerus used to tell a story back when I was at Utah about Al McGuire, Al McGuire going to, you know, watch kids play, and he'd walk up to a kid and say, you want to make a million dollars? And the kid would say, well, sure. He says, well, all right, come to Marquette. I'll teach you how to make a million dollars. So the kid would get there. He's like, all right, coach, how am I supposed to make a million bucks? He's like, well, we're never going to throw you the ball. Um, you know, we're never going to run a play for you, but you will get every single rebound that's available, and that will translate into you making a million bucks. Um, and I think that that's something that when Yo's mind is, is focused on rebounding and defending, he's just that much better all the way around. And I think that that will be the, you know, the step that he can look to take this year. Hey, Tim, uh, switch it to the NBA. I know you'll be watching uh, game one tonight. Uh, how do you size this one up? We talked earlier uh, just about home court advantage for Toronto. People forget the Raptors um, had the best record, uh, and they're going to start the first two at home against uh, the defending champs. A lot of storylines in this series with who stays and who goes. Uh, how do you think this one works out? I think it's exciting. I think, you know, for, for a basketball person, like we all are uh, just the way the playoffs have gone, just kind of the, the pace of it um, and the way golden state has kind of rediscovered this form of, you know, when they made their run, but the way they're playing is just so fun to watch. Uh, and then you've got Toronto who's basically being drugged around by Kawhi, who's just done unbelievable things, you know, and I've talked about this tons on the air about, Coaching against him as a freshman was just gap him, you know, gap him, let him shoot it, and then block his butt out because he's going to rebound like no other. Uh, and what he's actually developed into and become is just is awesome. Um, I think that the Warriors win this series, um, and I think that that they'll win it in five would be my guess. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Even even if the Warriors dumped one of these first two and then won uh, the others, but I I think it will be an entertaining series. It'll be fun to watch. But I just think the Warriors have too much experience. Uh, the way Curry's playing right now and Thompson and I love Green. Like Durant going down just kind of created this this old Draymond and in, in terms of his effort and intensity and even the fact that he's kind of kept his head. You know, he hasn't gotten those technical fouls. He's he's kind of kept his head. Certainly got a lot to say, but he's kept his head to the point of technicals. Um, I think it's the Warriors in five. And, Tenny, you brought up Kevin Durant, which is going to be a hot topic. Um, let me ask you this. If you had to consult him, and he's basically going to going to leave, I mean, that's pretty much the 95% comment around the league that he's out. Would he even play in this series? Would he even chance coming back? Uh, and playing and maybe aggravating that injury again? or we Willie, or do you think we've seen the last of KD with Golden State? My guess is we've seen the last of him. I know he made the trip. I know they've talked about that. Um, but I I don't think it, it certainly can't do anything to hurt his market value. I mean, he's, everybody knows what he is, so it's not that. But I think, I think there is just some, you know, there's some tenderness around the issue that they've played really, really well without him. Um, what are they, 30-something and one without him? Well, you mentioned, um, too, Draymond seems to be happier. In the, yeah, he's a different guy. <laughs> a different player, no yeah. Di- no doubt. And, and I, think that, uh, I think that that in and of itself is enough of a storyline. I mean, I, I, I've never been around Kevin Durant. I don't know him or, uh, you know, I've certainly watched his career through the through years. And I think he's, he's a guy who takes a lot of that stuff personally. Um, and I just don't know. I, I'd be, I will be surprised if we see Durant in the finals. Tim, you are the best. Thanks so much for the insight, and thanks for checking in. You're the man. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Tim. That's Tim Lacombe, uh, former BYU assistant coach and uh, an analyst with us here on The Zone, giving us a little insight into the finals and into uh, Yoli Childs coming back. You know, that's a really dynamic uh, kind of uh, bold statement by Tim. Interesting. Don't you agree? Yeah. That we've seen the last of Kevin Durant uh, with the Warriors. Uh, it makes sense to me yeah. because he has nothing to prove. The market value stays the same, and I would think his people – would say, let's not risk it. And if they do win, another ring goes on his hand anyway. So 
why what's the point what do you have to prove yeah unless you want to do it yourself to show Draymond I'm still part of this team and I'm still Kevin Durant but then again how much is that worth to risk that dynamic is fascinating. Austin brought it up uh, a little bit earlier on in the show. Are, are the Warriors more motivated without him? Is I think he they motivated are motivated to stay out. Is, is, is the big happy family that they try and portray is that the case? Well, what they say, I think there's a there's a feeling that they are the team prior to Durant, and look what we've done without you, pal. Yeah. We did it before, and we're doing it again. So that has to play in Durant's head, in my opinion. Kristen Kinney joins us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Very brief Not Sports Report coming up next. I uh, want to remind you about our friends at Action Plumbing as well. Spring into action before the summer rush. Get a complete AC diagnostic checkup for just $39. S- uh, scheduled today by calling 801-833-3333 at Action Plumbing. We'll have more straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. This specific season, I get where everybody's feeling optimistic about BYU. If you think Utah's going to come into this trying to ease their way into the season, you're crazy. Because I think part of their goal is try to clinch a New Year's Six type spot before the conference title game. How are you realistically going to do that? Sweep your non-conference. That's where coaching really plays a big part, though. It'd be easy for a young player in a college football program of that caliber to overlook BYU and say, ah, we got this. Who's next? And that's where coaching has to play a big part. Right. And obviously, there's not a soul anywhere that knows anything about Kyle Whittingham that believes he would ever take this game lightly. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Check this out. And now your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's a little bit funny. Big show, Craig Bowler, Jack in for Gordon Monson today. Jake Scott with you. We're live at the Warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. It's not sports sport time. Brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Shop online at LHMUsedCars.com. What song did Elton John not sing that was not a hit? Oh, yeah, just crank it out. Hits. Every time. And he was, he was back in the day, like, like artists now will record something, and then six, seven years ago, the follow-up album or whatever. Yeah. He, he was pumping out like four albums a year. Unreal. Just, you know, Yellow Brick Road and just everything that uh, he touched turned to gold. Very talented. He and uh, Bernie Toppin, who wrote yeah. all his lyrics. That's right. That's Real right. He's dynamic gotta, duo. He's got to be in uh, this bio epic uh, that's coming up. The, oh, yeah. The movie, right? I'm sure he'll be a big Absolutely. character. In fact, uh, Sir Elton is coming next year to the arena. I've already got my tickets. It uh, it cost me half my salary, but I thought I, you were uh, going to say he was coming on the show. Oh man! Well, psh, I hope so. We got Austin. Car- get on that. Will can you? he carve out Austin like a three-hour window for him? Uh, he was available, but Tim Lacombe said he could join us. So I bumped <laughs> uh, so, him. So okay. Tim bumped him. Well, Tim bumped know, him. Okay, that's all right. All right, real quick, not sports for you, Bowler and Austin. In honor of in honor of Gordon, right? What do you got? Uh, what do you got? All right. Raccoon dogs have been terrorizing local residents of an English village in Nottinghamshire uh, after two of the dogs escaped their enclosure. Apparently, uh, the, these raccoon dogs uh, were going after a goat at these uh, these people's property, and a, a pony got in the way to, to save, save the day. Pony save the day. And apparently, this raccoon dog uh, did uh, significant damage to both the pony and the goat. Look at that thing. Jake, let me uh, help me out here now. You talking a raccoon dog? Are you talking a true crossbreed? I wondered the same thing, Bowler, but apparently raccoon dogs are um in the dog family. They just happen to look like raccoons. And look uh, at this. Me, thing. You me, got me, a picture right there. Yeah. You know what? The snout though is very it that's that's amazing. I've not seen I've never seen a raccoon dog. Uh, here's here's a quote from the, the person whose goat was getting attacked. Quote, this uh, raccoon was absolutely crazy. It was hissing and screaming and snarling. It was absolutely going mad. Uh, and then get this. Uh, so they went out there to save the, the pony and the goat, and it turned into a two-hour face-off with the raccoon dog before the animal was chased off by a wood-wielding duo. Incredible story. <laughs> A two-hour face-off with a raccoon dog. You know what? Raccoons will do that, though. They'll stare at you and do the hiss. 
Yeah, they do. If they, they get cornered. Yeah, they get cornered. Watch out. I'm going to research this when I get home. Raccoon dog. <laughs> raccoon dog. Yeah. You know, underrated movie character, the raccoons from The Great Outdoors? Oh, ab- yes. You know what I'm talking uh-huh, about? Uh-huh, I do. Yeah, all right. So there you go. Uh, go uh, Austin, was that Gordon Monson worthy from the not sports standpoint? Raccoon dog? Uh, I'll take that over anything Gordon's ever brought up on the not sports. Yeah, I listen. Okay. I listen to Gordon uh, on your show uh, on on mostly days uh, just to tune into the uh, non sports report. Uh, usually, there's some sort of a sexual overtone. <laughs> Am I right, Austin? <laughs> sexual or death or disease uh, of some kind. Or disease. Uh huh. Disease. It's always there. When Did I load it know? to the website, I have to put the uh, the uh, the rating as explicit. So yeah, someone ate a. A turkey sandwich that was like six months old, <laughs> and he was still able to survive and tell about it. Well, I, I tell you, Jake, I, if I had a turkey sandwich, I, do you like cheese? Cheese, I mean, with a good slice of cheese. <laughs> Austin, you know, Ju- Juice Newton dirt. taught me everything I know about cheese and sliced alone. You know, he's speaking of turkeys and sliced alone. Have you ever had a turkey sandwich with sliced alone? <laughs> His impression is getting so it's, good. It's, it's really good. Yeah, it is really you good. Know, and I don't know. I, I, and, I, I, you know. And, of course, Lisa won't make me a turkey sandwich. <laughs> you know? Right, Austin? I mean, where? Hey, I, Lisa, I don't, I do don't do? like what it. Do you, That's all I know. Do, I don't do? like okay. it, Jake. Yeah. Don't like it. Can't even get a turkey sandwich. What are we doing home? anymore? This is quickly becoming my favorite segment of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Dueling Monson impressions? Oh, my wow. gosh. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than Please that. Wait give me a turkey sandwich <laughs> when I get home. You know, my favorite Gordon story is where he didn't know the, where the bread is in his oh, own it's house. In, it's insane. Yeah. Wow. Well, Lisa, well, where's Lisa this is ridiculous now. Where, <laughs> Where is the bread? <laughs> Haven't you asked him too about where's the lawnmower? Have you ever started the lawnmower? Oh, yeah. do, you know to, do you know how to, you know, kickstart a car? You know, or, or just, you know, do you, you know how to put fuel in a gas, gas if, tank? If, if you have a lawnmower and your neighbor <laughs> needs a lawnmower and I need to give him a lawnmower, but his lawnmower won't give me, then I don't have a lawnmower. You see what I'm saying? The other day I, I asked him if he helped clean the house before Mother's Day. And he said no. And so I started teasing him a little bit. And then he said, well, the house is always clean. Yeah. So who do you think cleans it? Yeah, right. <laughs> He would say, like, we didn't need to clean the house. The magic it's genie, clean. you know, <laughs> just walks in. I'll be dog. It's, it's, it's clean. It's, it's a clean house. How did that happen? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm, I'm in tears over here. That, that is. You're on that 1280, is... the zone. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Joining us once again. We're here at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. He's our good friend Tom. What do you think about that? They've got Gordon nailed, huh? It's, it's been my goal to get Austin to come down here because he's so grumpy. But when I hear him grumpy like that, I don't want him to be fixed. So maybe you don't need to come, Austin. Tom, Tom, Tom what can you do for the listeners, really? <laughs> Uh, oh, come, come on down, listeners, and I'll put you on one of the adjustable beds, and I'll give you a massage. <laughs> now, I had a massage once, now. And I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, man. Tom's got Gordon down, too. That's good. Yeah, it is good. Okay. We're uh, going to get serious. Not very much, but a little bit. How about we talk about those bedroom sets that just came in? We just unloaded the container. This is an incredible deal. It's a it's kind of an off-white French country, really high-end stuff. It's a $5,400 bedroom set. It's got cedar-lined drawers, dual ball-bearing rollers. It's a storage bed, so it's got uh, drawers in the footboard. The whole bed was suggested retail, $5,400. We're going to do it for $1,099 or $1,699 with the Stearns and Foster mattress. The mattress suggested retail is double that. So you're getting it all. You're getting it all for half price of the mattress price. That's amazing. Great. Great deal. And then I'm going to talk again about the King. This is one solid King mattress. It's a Stearns and Foster with a head-up and foot-up adjustable bed, the whole package for $1,699. It's about a $4,500 deal. We'll do it 1600 bucks. That's sixty, roughly 60% off. Hmm. Can't beat that. Not beating it anywhere. And then 
Don't forget the bowler special, 20% off any pink or yellow tag. This is our normal stuff in the warehouse. If you haven't been here, we have a showroom up front, and then in back we have a 40,000-square-foot warehouse, and it is jammed. We just unloaded another container and truckload yesterday. We're Utah's oldest. We're one of the oldest Ashley dealers in Utah, and uh, we will give you the best price on Ashley furniture. We guarantee it every day. If you've looked at something, bring us the price. We'll beat the price. That easy. Simple. If I have to order it for you, it comes out of the same distribution center in California that everybody in the territory gets it from. Same warranty. And if you want the extended warranty, instead of 249 bucks, I'll give you five-year warranty for 99 bucks. You're lower on everything, including everything the warranties. Everything we do. Our delivery, we're typically 50 to 80% off. I can tell you there's a, a, a store on this street. They're one of the big guys. You know who I mean. Oh, yeah. They are... $175 for setup with an adjustable bed. I'll do the delivery and setup for 50 bucks. Can't why go anywhere else? Can't be if you nope. need anything this weekend, we're going to honor the Bowler Specials through Monday awesome. at 7 p.m. So you got time. They got time to get down here and mention You got Bowler. time. Um if you come in tomorrow or Saturday, come and ask for Tom. Uh Race is going to take his new motorhome out of here. He won't be here Saturday, so ask for Tom or Ian. We can get Jay to help you. Any one of us will take care of you. We are Utah's lowest prices on name brand furniture. We haven't even talked about the Gordon special. We'll do that next break. I like it. That's a tease. Gordon's favorite. It comes with a turkey sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right, Austin? (laughs) you got to have Havarti cheese, really. (laughs) Tom, you're the best. Thank you so much. Get down here. 1967 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. Kristen Kenny joins us straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. If uh, Houston called up and said, we want Donovan Mitchell and we'll send you James Harden, would you do it? Yeah. I've got a lot of hopes for what Donovan Mitchell will be. I don't know if he'll ever be what James Harden is. No. I'm not saying I'm actively shopping Donovan Mitchell. I'm just saying that if the right deal came across your desk, everything's on the table. And Dennis Lindsay and Zanuck and maybe the rest of the crew, they've got to make sure that they are doing everything they can to better the team. I think Daryl Morey is just talking like the rest of us would talk if we were a GM. Nobody's off limits. The only players you can think of, maybe LeBron, maybe Kevin Durant. I mean, those guys that immediately step out onto court and your team becomes a title contender. Other than that, I don't know who in the league is untouchable. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.